0: All right, North Central Connected 2021. This is actually the 26th episode of our podcast. Did you know that? I did not know that. Time flies. (laughs) Time flies. So um, as a result of this new year and I guess 26th anniversary, I don't know, that 26th episode we're (laughs) celebrating, we are now North Central Connected. We are no longer North Central Infused. About a year ago this time, uh, we Mm rebranded the entire company and we figured a year later it's time to rebrand the podcast. So uh, North Central Connected. (laughs) connecting you to your cooperative. Uh, as always, I am joined by our CEO and General Manager, Kevin Doddridge. Hello, everyone. Our Director of Safety and Loss Control, J.D. Cox. Glad to be here. And our uh, Direc- Director of e- Economic Development and Marketing, Michael Bellapani. Thanks, just Sorry, I tripped all over that. And I am your media <laughs> specialist, Justin Jaggers. And um, since everyone else has, a, has an and in their title, I am Media specialist and now uh, certified cooperative communicator. Congratulations. Thank you. So that was uh, uh, my one of my big projects for 2020. We uh, we now have a uh, uh, ranking or, uh, I guess, a recognition from the NRECA on our cooperative uh, communications program. So big accomplishment. Yes. So um, – 2021, we're still working uh, on some changes here at North Central. And that's right. I guess we'll just uh, throw to you. Uh, throw it to me. Fearless leader. Yeah. I am, yeah, I'm fearless. I'm the one without the headphones.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you can't understand me, it's because I can't hear myself. But yeah, even though this is a late January podcast, uh, uh, a lot of things are going on as we look forward into February. And I'm glad that uh, we've made it through January without... Uh, any appreciable you know any noticeable severe weather and uh but but february is kind of a transition month um and you know know, Fe- february is great for several reasons i really don't care for january that much but february is really good you've got pitchers and catchers report for spring training you've got mardi gras that transitions into Lent and easter and you're just really trying to get geared up for the spring but um when you get geared up for the spring you, you have to remember that um that's when a lot of severe weather comes to this community, uh, usually in the form of severe thunderstorms and tornadoes. But um, another thing that we have to be aware of is as we go from February into March, there's still opportunity for ice, which is really our our biggest nemesis. Uh, We've had several tornadoes in the last several years, one in 2015, one in 2009, and one about 13 months ago, some limited ice events. But uh, I was here during the 1994 ice storm, which really shut down the majority of the Southeast. And I just want to um, reaffirm the membership that North Central is always planning uh, strategically on ways to mitigate outages. Uh, through maintenance and our right-of-way program and also uh making sure that we have more than adequate response when we have outages if it's not our labor and equipment that we rely on the partnership through other electric cooperatives to bring in their labor and equipment so we are doing all that we can to make sure that we mitigate severe weather at north central Uh, but as always we do have a great concern for our membership and that concern is that uh, maybe our members uh, individually or small business owners aren't prepared for a weather event that could lead to a lengthy outage. And, and we really haven't had a lengthy outage at North Central in some time. Uh, the 2009, I believe, tornado probably had some people without power for uh, four days, maybe, maybe five. But when you're looking um, at an ice storm, much like we had in 94, that's when you have outages that not only extend for days but potentially even weeks and back then i believe we had um, people out for 13 to 14 days Um, i have concerns that our community and, and the people at home aren't prepared for something like that and as we all know ice is a little bit less predictable you you may think you have a rain event you may think you have a snow event uh, it hits somewhere in the middle, and you have an ice of it. In nineteen ninety four in February, when that ice storm came through, we we completely got caught blindsided. We were actually sending our crews down south to help some of their um, some of our sister systems down there when the ice started accumulating up here, and we actually had to send crews to cut our crews out so they could return and help us. So it, it can it can, catch up on you quick and sometimes you don't know exactly how much ice you're going to get and it can be devastating what it does to our infrastructure so we just want to reaffirm that we are prepared but we also want our membership to be prepared and and realize that we live in a very convenient community where we have uh, prepared food uh, 24 hours at areas we've got grocery stores uh, fuel but there does need to be a level preparedness when you don't have that and you need to look at several days worth of supplies and instead of me trying to tell you everything that you should do um, the Mississippi help me out
2: Mississippi Emergency, Emergency Management Mississippi
1: Emergency Management Association Mema Uh, Mississippi's version of FEMA but MEMA at their website if you go to that website there are some really good resources that give you some idea of what you need to do and it even breaks it out in different types of uh, weather events that we could have and how to prepare so I would strongly strongly encourage you to go and check that out and be prepared because uh, a prolonged outage due to a weather event is difficult on everyone but if you're not prepared it can be incredibly difficult Something that has happened recently in our country, and I guess it probably affects the whole world, is the swearing in of our new president, Joe Biden, and the vice president, Kamala Harris. Um, just so people will know, uh, electric cooperatives have a, have a strong history, a strong working relationship and partnership with our federal government, uh, and it's really, truly nonpartisan. We do support people that support electric co-ops. Uh, it gets you a seat at the table. And probably what we're going to see in the upcoming days will be uh, we've had administrations, not just the previous, but one before it that and and really going back for 30, 40, 50 years that use the executive order to accomplish a lot of action. You live by the executive order, you die by the executive order, and uh, you're going to see probably uh, President Biden signing a lot of executive orders that are reversing previous executive orders. So some of the relaxations that we saw um at the uh, epa regarding climate change we're probably going to see some of those reversed but when they're reversed that kind of takes us back to a starting point and uh co-ops want to be at the table and we feel strongly that we will be at the table um it's time for electric co-ops to quit going to our elected officials and just saying no 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 we're going to get together and come up with a plan and try to work uh with the administration to make sure that when um uh, climate change is addressed in a way that affects utilities and co-ops that we're there to offer our influence and eventually what we're trying to do is protect our member we're doing that on a variety of fronts right now So we're dealing with a case in Tennessee with TVA uh, open access on the transmission system a reorganization with them usually when I start talking about things that are going on outside our local community it may confuse people as to why we're so heavily involved but ultimately it trickles down to our member and we're always trying to protect our member um in our community. Uh it, it does make me feel good to know that uh the chairman of the committee that will oversee a lot of this uh is Joe Manchin and he is a very uh moderate, reasonable Democrat and uh look forward to, to work with him in the future as so he does have a lot of experience in this area uh and, and a very um a very practical thinking man. Um lastly I'll talk about the progress that we've made with Connect And right now, we are signing people up, lighting services, running drops, running them overhead, running them underground. Um, We have approximately 30 pieces of equipment, over 40 employees that are contracted and working for Connect right now, just doing this type work. A lot of y'all probably seen contractors working for C Spire and, and other companies. So right now, in this community, there is a lot of fiber being trenched in, on poles a lot of work going on we are doing our best to coordinate with these other providers but at times we start tripping over each other and unfortunately what happens is the member may see uh, a little interruption in their communication services and, and when that happens we're going to do our best to get it restored but it's it's literally hundreds of underground locations that we need to get accomplished in a shorter period of time. Uh, it's, it's very difficult to do and inevitably an accident's gonna concern gonna gonna take place and someone's gonna cut someone else's fiber or something along that nature and uh, just to let you know we are aware of it we don't want to happen and uh, maybe as things progress further and further we'll um, we'll coordinate this a little bit better and make sure that, that we definitely limit interruptions to your present service um, beyond that like I said Take a look at that website mema it's a it's a good resource and uh, y'all stay safe
0: okay so um, now that we go over to uh, some safety
2: milestones and some great things that have been happening with our uh, with our employees in our company uh, Justin thank you yeah, of um, I'll just start out kind of piggybacking off of some of the comments that uh, Kevin made about a uh, severe weather preparedness and things of that nature piggybacking
1: mean he was riding a pig. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Every year in February, when they have the uh, uh, severe weather uh, preparedness, there's a specific week that they have and we're this podcast is a little bit ahead of uh, them putting out the specific dates of that it's normally around the second week of February. And each one of those dates uh they take on uh, a a different safety aspect of preparedness normally that um that wednesday they will have a uh, statewide emergency drill at the same time so we're going to try to coordinate uh with the state um and uh, be a participant in that um, emergency alert just to make sure that all of our stuff is the way that it should be if we need to alert our employees here at work and things of that nature so please uh uh, the website that uh, Kevin was referring to just continue to check it and look for the dates of the severe weather preparedness week in February there'll be a lot of great information in there uh, talking about what you should do if you're indoors outdoors all kind of situations uh, really easy to access if you scroll down to the bottom of the website uh, they have these different color cubes at the bottom with different types of preparedness uh, information so I would just encourage you to visit the site as Kevin said and uh, I think you'll be glad you did. Uh, as Justin said we've uh, uh, actually got a couple of great milestones to talk about um, looking uh, back at last year and how we uh, did as far as the safety of our employees and things of that nature uh, on, on uh, January uh, the 11th 2021 that uh, was a milestone of one year that we worked without any lost time incidents at North Central. So we're uh, very, very proud of that. And just to put it in perspective about uh, actually how much work that is, that's about 166,000 man hours that we collectively worked. Um, And I think some people uh, just don't think about the type of work that we do and how many of our employees on a day-to-day basis are exposed to the elements um, the work that we do is already uh, challenging enough from a safety aspect uh, so I would just like to congratulate uh, not only our community but I'd like to congratulate our employees uh, because it's a total effort by everyone uh, that type of record does not happen on accident so i just like to congratulate everyone on their effort and just thank my coworkers uh, for everything that they've done to make that happen uh, recently, uh, in the last couple of days, um, one of the things that cooperatives do and one of our principles uh, that we operate by is cooperation between cooperatives. And certainly one of those areas where we are very strong in cooperation is as it relates to safety. Uh, we have a safety program in our state um, where you can go through a process and become accredited. And it's a very rigorous Uh, inspection process. Uh, There's 16 uh, different sections in this inspection and recently myself and um, uh, some fellows from other cooperatives uh, went down to Delta EPA and uh, we met with their safety people down there. They've got a great safety culture going on at Delta as well and uh, went to four different offices down there. Uh, Their territory covers about 11 different counties across the Delta and, and really, you know, this cooperation... It is a rural electric cooperative. It is a rural electric <laughs> cooperative for sure. Um, but it really gives you a true sense of the cooperation among cooperatives and how much information transfer there is. Um, you know, we'll go down there. Uh, we think we do a lot of good things safety-wise here. You go there and you see something they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's a really great idea and you bring it back and see how it would benefit our cooperative to put something like that in place. So I I would just like to uh, congratulate Mr. O'Brien and Delta for the good job that they did down there. We appreciate them inviting us in uh, on at least two of our inspections. Uh, Their safety professionals have come up here and helped us with our inspection. So really just want to tell them how much we appreciate the opportunity. And really our statewide association is the one that quarterbacks all of that. And they do a real good job uh, of assisting us uh, in helping one another out. So again, just congratulations to Delta. And uh, that's all I have.
1: You did get some double quick chicken, right?
2: I did. Fantastic. Absolutely. (laughs) Best chicken in the world.
0: (laughs) And now uh, to talk about what's going on in the community
3: and some events, we have uh, Michael Bellapenny. Well, thanks, Justin. Um, Y'all be on the lookout. We've got our February issue of Today in Mississippi coming out. our local pages will feature, as usual, a, a always entertaining message by Kevin and uh, <laughs> a little pressure on me yeah. there. Always entertaining.
1: I may need to take a second look at that one.
3: <laughs> hey, we get we get more comments on your your mm-hmm. section than and, than any other. And your comments
0: are influencing other parts because I'm already working on March and I quote you. On, a, on some of your favorite stories of cooperatives. <laughs> yep. Yogi Berra said, I didn't
1: say all those things I said I said.
3: <laughs> there is no ghostwriter in that. I can assure yeah. no. you. No. We can't oh. afford one. <laughs> but Justin's going to have a great article in there. I know <clears throat> that we've all experienced issues with postal service here lately. Mm-hmm. And I've, I still have Christmas presents missing. So, so do I. Um, Justin put together an article on all the ways that you can manage your account without having to rely on on the mail. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's safe. Uh, We've got encryption methods in our app and in our uh, web portal that that keep you safe. So we can get your uh, bill delivered to you electronically. You can set up an auto pay. You can set up a recurring auto payment. So it's something you don't have to worry about. Uh, And of course, you can always go through our pay my way service, which is our prepaid Mm -hmm. uh, service to manage your utility bill. Um, there's also uh, a, a feature um, highlighting our youth tour uh, students from, from last year, and they deserve all, all mm-hmm. the recognition that they can get because they missed out on a tremendous opportunity uh, to go to Washington, D.C. due to the pandemic. Uh, and uh, in lieu of that, what we uh, decided to do is, is we've issued a $2,500 scholarship for each one of those 15 kids. And uh, they'll be featured in our local pages, um, and we wish them the best in their college career, and uh, hopefully they'll stay in touch with us. Uh, I've certainly offered to write recommendation letters mm-hmm. uh, because the inclusion in that in that uh, program was uh, was well deserved.
0: Yeah, and, and it's really great with some of them because we've we've been putting together the pictures and everything, and a lot of them you'll see. Uh, some sort of, like, honor society mm-hmm. court or right. logo mm-hmm. on there. So these are bright kids, and they're going to be running the state, if not the country, one day. So That's right. We can <laughs> only hope so. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and um, – sadly we have uh, this isn't included in the today in Mississippi but the upcoming uh, year of youth leadership program and youth tours has been canceled Uh, we typically do a three day workshop in Jackson at the end of February with 85 students in the same room and and we just can't do that that's Mm -hmm. not the responsible thing to do and we don't uh have a way to social distance and meet with our legislators and and we certainly can't plan a trip to washington dc at this point um so uh we're we're saddened by that decision but uh it's it's the right thing to do to be safe and responsible so um but uh lastly in um our today in mississippi we'll have an article updating on north central connect now kevin uh alluded to to how fast we're um, how many employees and how much equipment we've got going on in this construction uh it's a major undertaking and and we've heard frustration uh through social media with um the lack of service in certain areas and also with the uh, the speed of our project yeah and and that's warranted we're frustrated too um but we we're, we're doing it the right way we're we're being prudent with our member um w- w- with our membership and um, services are being connected at, at this point, but there is a lot of work that goes into this. I mean, we've got make-ready work, which requires changing out poles, uh, making sure that the, the right height and they can withstand the weight. Um, but, you know, I think t- all total, we've got about 47 miles of, of line out there right now. We do. Um, we and, do. And in, <clears throat> in some weeks, we're building six to eight miles a week, I think. And, Michael, a lot of those improvements that we're
2: making is for the safety and benefit of those people out there that's installing it and the ones that will have to maintain it. And and I'm very, very thankful for that because uh, in the long run, uh, it, it probably is slowing us down some now. But in the long it run, will um, help. If I
1: could chime in. It's, it's, when we started this, I said it was going to be a deliberate process. Yep. And it has been a deliberate process. But... A deliberate process is necessary if we're going to deliver to you the product that we said that we were. And we're going to do it safely. And we're going to make sure that if we have storms at night and people have to get up in that area where the fiber is, they're not in close contact with energized lines. Mm -hmm. We're just going to make sure that we do it that way. And it's a little bit slower, but it will be to everyone's benefit um, as we move forward. I do want to reiterate, um, if you're frustrated because we're slow to get service to you, keep reminding us keep going to the website and showing your interest the more people show interest the more people that sign up and receive the service the faster we can roll service out to others and if we see a lot of promise in this project um, no promises here and knock on something that appears to be a wood product um, (laughs) we would um, we would like to see a time when instead of doing a 10 to 15 million dollars spend a year Maybe we're doing a $25, $30, $35 million spend. Maybe we've got 80 to 100 contractors working on it. So if you will give us the information, go to the website, sign up, show interest, then that really helps us um, determine where to go after our phases have been planned. Uh, And and like Michael talked about, the make-ready work is is a very slow type work, and we can get even further out front doing that so we'll be ready to install the fiber
3: and uh, get that service to you. That's right. And that's, that website is northcentralconnect.com, Connect com. Yes, And if you <laughs> click the sign-up button, you can register your address. And by doing that, that puts you on a map, and it helps us guide our decisions uh, going forward. But so far, we've had over 2,000 mm-hmm. uh, residents uh, register interest. And I believe we've got about 270 signed up so far. So.
1: And if you're not in our service area and you have an interest, go ahead and show the interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be some areas to where we're going to run a fiber right to our the end of our service area uh if we know that we have interest it, it only makes sense for us if nothing else to go ahead and engineer that area and plan on serving it at some point so don't think if you uh, if you're on a neighboring utility that you shouldn't show interest it, it doesn't it doesn't cost anything or hurt to show interest so please do
3: that's right absolutely um I wanted to hit on this real quick and and if you don't follow your utility companies on social media please do that the mm-hmm. ones that have a presence facebook um we're on twitter we're on instagram uh, linkedin um youtube we communicate a lot of outages a lot of outage information on. Uh, talking about severe weather so um, most of our communication as far as progress and outage restoration is put there as well as communication about planned outages Mm -hmm. and uh, we try and communicate as far in advance and as often as we can when it's a planned outage and we try and call uh, personally call the members or send an automated call if it's a large block but sometimes we miss a few Uh, so um, just keep keep in touch with us Mm -hmm. on social media we try and communicate as often as we can uh, and that's just another way that we, we try and stay connected with the member. Um, I mentioned the scholarships for youth leadership students. We also offer other scholarship opportunities for those of you that are graduating seniors. If we have any that young that, that are listening to our podcast, but I know. Thank you. <laughs> I know we. Have, I know we've got their parents, and they're the ones that are more interested that's in this. You, that's anyway. your target market, right yeah, there. That's my, tar- that's my target. Um, we're going to offer, uh, I think, seven or eight. scholarships for graduating seniors Um, that application is on our website at northcentralelectric.com and the deadline for submission on those is march 5th at five o'clock into business Um, those can be emailed in dropped off to the office or mailed so Um, we've got an event i want to promote that was funded uh, through our community care fund that was established by north central and tva that is with the community foundation of northwest mississippi and is also supported by the Maddox Foundation. And this is in partnership with the YMCA of Memphis in the Mid-South, uh, particularly the Olive Branch YMCA. You might have read about
0: this in the December issue of today. In, no, January issue of Today in Mississippi. Yeah, we, we yeah. hit
3: our efforts with <laughs> the, uh, the Community Care Fund, but uh, this, is a, this is a neat opportunity. It's called the Y on the Fly. And the first event will be uh, Friday, January 29th, um, at Candlelight Mobile Estates in Olive Branch. And it's going to be from 2 to 4. The Y will be there handing out coats, handing food, um, books. Uh, They'll have games uh, to interact with the the residents out there. And it's open to the whole community. It's not just the residents of Candlelight. But there's two other events on February 12th at the same time from 2 to 4 at Sacred Heart Southern Missions Thrift Store in Hernando. That's on Commerce Street. Uh, As well as the third event on February 26th at Dejan Villages in uh, Walls. So, um, we've got that information posted, uh, at our, um, office and we'll get it up on social media, but, uh, those are great events. Um, but coats, books, uh, lots of fun, uh, for, for everybody. So, uh, make sure to check that out. And, um, lastly, uh, we're starting to make plans for musicians for, for Bonner award winning award winning musicians, <laughs> musicians <laughs> for
0: Le Bonner. Um, yeah so i've been in contact with uh Bonner children's Hospital to bring music back um to quote some of our employees. This is a little project where you get something on you yep, yep. <laughs> you're nodding your head over there um, <clears throat> basically what we've done uh we did in two thousand and nineteen uh we put together a compilation album featuring forty uh mid south and Memphis musicians uh all genres um I've actually started getting some submissions again. Uh, Free World, of course, has signed up immediately. They've already sent me, sent in their paperwork, and there you go.
3: <laughs> that was uh, – that's Kevin. They, they didn't
1: let me sing backup last time, but that'll <laughs> –
3: and they, they said, won't let me this time said, either but that's fine. I think they said back up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back
0: out. But uh so you know there's some great musicians and 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 even in our service area Merrick Coke and uh, Ted Horl on the Monday night card they've already sent some stuff in and uh gospel and and hip hop artists and it's it's really an eclectic mix of, of local musicians that have donated a song and and want to help and and North Central Electric Cooperative got behind this and we uh, managed to get some recognition from the NRECA as part of this project. And um, unfortunately last year a pandemic hit. So we had to keep our distance from the hospital and um, we put together a four hour, I call it a rockumentary uh, <laughs> featuring, you know, <laughs> the employees that got to volunteer and some messages of hope and encouragement. It's available on Amazon Prime. If you ever get a chance, it's Le Bonnaroo. It's if you got four hours or if you wanna uh, watch 30 minutes at a time over eight days. That's fine by me, <laughs> but it all goes to Le Bonner children's <laughs> hospital. But uh, with the hopes of a COVID-19 vaccine, we're hoping that we can kind of move things yeah. along and visit the hospital again and uh, put together that album. And, and if you're a musician that's interested in donating a song, uh, it needs to be a studio quality track, family friendly and original. Um, just email that to info at musicians I'll send you some information on that. Uh, if you're a local business that wants to help and you want to sell the CD in your your storefront or give it out as gifts, uh, info at musiciansforlebonner com. We have a website set up. We've got all kinds of media, and we are officially uh, a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization that kind of helps if you want to uh, you know have a tax deductible donation. So uh, that again, info, info at musiciansforlebonner dot com. Uh, everyone here that's been involved with it has zero complaints and they love the project. I so. look forward to it every <laughs> year. Hope we get to, to pull it off. I, I do too. Um, we will find some way to keep it going just like we did last year, but I'm really hoping that we get to visit the hospital and bring music to the kids because you really get to see the healing power of art and creativity and
3: music. So That's right. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Else no
3: that's that's all I had
0: all right well if uh, I've mentioned at the top of the, the the podcast that this is north central connected now you will notice uh, some more cameras you see a clear picture of everybody that's talking and a new location this is our new permanent podcast studio so um, we we want to kind of raise the bar on what we've been doing and raise the production value and and be more clear and communicative with our members and uh, so if you want to be involved it's uh, if you have a business that you'd like to showcase, if you have a suggestion for this podcast, it's podcast at com, and you can find um, all of the things that we talked about on social media. We have tripled our social media presence. You can find North Central Electric Cooperative on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Podbean, <laughs> Whatever. What else we can find? Uh, North Central Connect. If you're interested in following uh, that on social media, it's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now North Central Connected, the podcast social media page, is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So if you search North Central Electric Cooperative, North Central Connect, or North Central Connected, you will find us. Uh, follow us. Uh, leave a comment. Leave a review. Subscribe. Subscribe. All that good stuff,
3: yep,
2: so have 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 I plugged that enough? <laughs> Justin, just as a uh, last comment from me, yeah. just don't forget as uh, if we do have any uh, severe weather come through and your utilities go out, please don't assume that we know. Yeah, please report it. And uh, if there's any down power lines or anything like that, please uh, stay away from them and uh, uh, keep your pets and uh, young children, anything like that away from them as well.
0: Okay, and that number to call is Uh, 662-895-2151. We're not able to report outages through social media right now, Um, maybe one day. But the best way to do that is the number to call is 662-895-2151. We work as hard as we can, even in the overnight hours, to get our uh, members connected. And I think that's about it from our newly rebranded podcast. And uh, have a good night from uh, the North Central Connected Podcast Studio.